0: I know I'm late, but I have an idea. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Kindness Economy Podcast, where we talk about doing business from the heart outward. This week is a little bit special. Courtney is out of town. She is in Florida for a conference. and. I had an idea and I'm going to run with it. So I have compiled everything that we have talked about as far as TikTok is concerned into two TikTok mega episodes. This number one is just like about the environment. What is TikTok? What can you expect to find there? The second episode is going to be the up-to-date tactics and content creation strategies that you would take into the environment of TikTok and how you use TikTok to leverage attention to your other products and projects. Before we get too ahead of ourselves, I also just want to mention, Courtney is usually far more present in the podcast. The stuff we're talking about as far as TikTok and the technical applications of this or that and the other thing is basically my department. So I talk a lot more this week than I would normally. And it makes me feel a little self-conscious because I'm just like, ah, I miss my friend. Oh, it's all right. We're going to make it. Let's do this. The following clips are from episode 10. This is from April 5th. Courtney and I talk about my first month on TikTok. We went to New York City. I saw it was fun. I mean, a lot of people saw apparently. <laughs> roughly uh 13,000 people.
1: That's a lot of people.
0: It's a lot of people in one room.
1: Um So,
0: Charity and I went to New York. We are trying to travel and spend more time together. Um, Changes have been happening at her work, which is awesome. So, I get to see her more. And Kelly was there, too. Ah. Kelly went with me for my first search day. Okay. So, I have actual pictures of me recording that, that viral Guggenheim video. I actually have a picture of yeah,
1: me. Yeah, somebody take a picture of you a picture.
0: Yeah, I never have a tech for myself, and Kelly is totally the bomb yeah. tech. Yeah. So that was awesome. Loved having her time, that, that was super awesome.
1: Yeah.
0: I got semi-viral on TikTok. Yeah. Like, the lessons from early adoption are kind of awesome. <laughs> <clears throat> yes, it's a pain in the ass. Yes, it's filled with children. Mm-hmm. But also, we didn't do any ads for last week. Mm-hmm. And we had a really really good a really good week. We had like our second best week in March. Okay. And for the month of March, we had our third best month overall, overall? including last year.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And those numbers are pretty good. I'm pretty happy about that. And I also, like, I get it now the part where, you know, the various gurus are telling me uh, the early adoption to these platforms gives you such an advantage. Like, there's a, it's, it's, I've been on TikTok for about a month now. And yeah, there's a learning curve, but it's really exciting and fun for me because this is the stuff that I do. And, for me personally, it's sort of like what I thought it's what I thought YouTube was going to be for me mm-hmm. when I started a year and a half ago. Dear listeners, if you would like to see awkward videos of me working out, there's lots of content available <laughs> on YouTube. And I learned a lot about production and stuff. And yesterday I did a TikTok of my workout. And I was just thinking about that year and a half ago when I was trying to make videos and how much more work it is that yeah, i was you know i have a production actual production not actual like we we're all fucking actually producing for creators but like a classic production background mm-hmm. where i'm just sort of used to setting up multiple camera shots but for for tiktok versus youtube you know when i was doing my workout yesterday i was able to record it's a 15 seconds and in my 15 seconds I got to completely you know cover my workout and use popular music and in a like the workout was in three sets my middle set was where I did the work and it only it only changed my time by like 30 seconds it's like a 10 percent shift mm. in my time to accommodate this filming. <clears throat> I've already got the experience for working with YouTube. So, where to put my phone to get my shots, mm-hmm. I already know where that is.
1: I notice people in the gym doing that.
0: <laughs> so, one of the things that I love about TikTok is the limitations. You get one minute, that's all you have. You better make it count every single second, every fraction of a second, you make it count. There's multiple takes that I did where it's like cutting off the like, last half of the word of whatever and i'm like whatever you know what that is you know what the hell i'm saying i'm going on <laughs> that's that's time i need later um <clears throat> and if you watch my videos before what you've seen or even if you've seen my instagram workout stuff you'll see that i include a copy of the workout mm-hmm. so you see what i'm supposed to do you see what i did and then you can see the data from my watch and what I wish I had done is go at the beginning of class, get a quick shot of the workout, whatever. Like it doesn't really matter. One of the other limitations of TikTok is not only is it just you only get that one minute, but if you need to change something at the beginning, you have to start over. You only get that whatever take you're working on. So it forces you to plan it out real specific. If you want to, and this is, you know, this is sort of defeating the purpose. Now, I've already done this where uh, to add a graphic to the end of my TikTok. I export it out, uploaded it in, and I actually did a tutorial on TikTok. doing I a one, one minute. I'm so proud of myself. I one minute tutorial on some like video editing shit. Like <laughs> that's psh, I'm stoked on myself for that. <laughs> that's hard. That was really hard. And that's where I really felt. Like when I got to the end and I was like, oh, I need more time. And I literally had to go to like the third segment and I was so sad <clears throat> and I probably should have just started over. Cause there was some empty time in the beginning too, but I was just like, I can't redo the whole thing. I'm not going to be able to pick up my kids in time for school. So, so now, you know, this is what we're doing. And then we're learning, sharing my tips and whatever, sharing the information, but it's basically everything that I wanted YouTube to be is TikTok. And I'm sort of like, you know, smorgasbording it, like just whatever pops into my head mm-hmm. goes on TikTok. And it's all kinds of stuff. There'll, yeah. It's going to be fun.
1: I have yet to do, like I've shown up in some of yours, right? but I haven't done my own. And I just, like sitting here listening to you, got a couple of ideas. To, and
0: you like, know, not, not everybody I, wants to be a creator.
1: Uh and that's cool like
0: creators need an audience i'm not mad right yeah but that like i've been spending so much time on tiktok partly because it gives you ideas it inspires you and it gives you a sense of what's already there and i can like fill in the gaps
1: okay that's Uh, sort of how i I think of it i had a couple of ideas uh you'll see them you'll see them
0: i'm looking forward to it I have a lot of feelings about my experiences on Tiktok and mostly they are uh, self-critical. I would say that I was a little too thirsty for likes and I made poor decisions and my body was saying, no, you should not do that. And my brain was like, no, but we have a really couple, I have a handful of really good reasons for why it's totally okay to do this. And I was wrong and I am sorry. And now I have to fucking deal with it. So. Here's what happened. Um, basically, there was there's a, a video on my TikTok right now that is currently at around thirteen thousand plays, mm-hmm. and around I don't know between eight and nine hundred likes, and that's a lot. That's like a lot. And it, it's certainly not like viral, viral, but it's pretty goddamn close. Mm. It's closer than I've ever been, and. Um, I got a troll. And there was a way that I wanted to believe I feel like most of my issues that I was very optimistic. And I wanted to believe that I could like transmute the troll into a human cuz they are in fact humans. They're just hurt, sad humans. Trolls aren't real. And um I was just trying to just, if I can open my heart with loving kindness, you know, meditation technique. Mm -hmm. If I could just open my heart with loving kindness and be genuinely kind to them, they lose interest. And that part was true. They do lose interest, but not soon enough. Mm. And one of the things that I was trying to do, there's a... I'm enrolled in his program and listen to his classes and stuff. And he talks about how controversy is actually a good thing. And according to the algorithm, this is true, that any, the, the algorithm that decides whether or not to make your post important doesn't know that the person commenting is a jerk. And what happens is when you respond to them, you are validating their comment, and it looks like there's a positive conversation happening. So randomly on the Guggenheim post, which is the viral one that we're talking about randomly on the Guggenheim post, somebody perhaps that works for the Guggenheim was like, thank you. I'm glad you liked it. And like, like he's taking responsibility somehow for that. And maybe he just lives in New York or whatever. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But the next thing that comes up is a troll. And I just, you know, say thank you for your comment have a good day and he comes back later and the reason that we were talking about the Guggenheim is because last week they gave 1.1 million dollars back to the family that's profiting off of the opioid epidemic (laughs) and that is just absolutely inspiring and amazing to me that That there is 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 such a thing as dirty money and I don't want your fucking shit in my bank
1: that is a power move
0: that is beautiful and I was talking about that in my TikTok and so this guy is talking about how basically he's being a victim blamer. He's being like, good to, good to know you don't care about personal accountability. It's obviously the pill's fault. Like, dude, really? The fuck are you talking about? And, and I let it stay. And what I should have done is report it and block them right away. And in the future, that's what I will do. Because he came back. Mm -hmm. And he said, thank you for pushing the fake news story about the opioid epidemic. Uh, (laughs) Now that is some abusive garbage. And that absolutely got flagged and was deleted. Mm -hmm. But I also responded to that and just put, I forgive you with prayer hands. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Because I don't know what pain that man is in that he needs to put that. And I do forgive him. I also low-key wanted to shame him. Which is why I chose the prayer hands. Because I will also assume he's a Christian. (laughs) Because that's not cool. That's abusive. You're being a shithead. Uh, But I left it up. And then later somebody posted, you know, I'm seven years clean from opioid Mm -hmm. addiction. And I was like, fuck, I should not have left that up there. No one should have to see that. I should have deleted it right away. Other people commented on it other people liked it it was like the most popular comment for like the day
1: yeah
0: um, but I did it to make it go viral and it worked mm. but now I feel fucking dirty okay so that is why I'm telling you this dear audience you're gonna have some hacks out there and they're gonna tell you to do some shitty things and you're gonna maybe feel it in your body that this is not a good idea and you're gonna be like oh but being said this was cool and if I can just transmute that I mean I get I, I'm not mad at myself like that I, I forgive myself too like I know my intention was to I, be, I believed that it would work and that's the only reason I tried it but I know better now and I will never do that again and I am so sorry that will not happen again um, but I just wanted to take a moment to just talk about like integrity and like we're playing this game and we do get thirsty for likes and attention. We do be willing to just like, ju- just take shortcuts. It's a hack move. That's why they call it a hack move. It's a shortcut. I knew it was a shortcut and I took it anyway because I thought, that eh, that's not that bad. It's not that thing. Well, here's what happened that's actually fucked up. When I went to delete it later, it didn't delete. That shit's still there. I've had to I've had to create another account and start reporting it. Cause it is abusive. It's bullying. And if you see that on my TikTok, feel free to report it and say when they when you fill out the form, say that they're harassing me and that they're victim blaming to addicts. And this is bullying language and it's not acceptable. It shouldn't be acceptable. Um, that should be their job to do it, but we can't trust them to do their job. This is to the creators. We cannot trust them to do their job. You need to police it yourself. You need to block them immediately and report it. Don't just delete it, because they're not actually deleting them. It just deletes it so that you don't see it. They've see it. You've told them you don't want to see it, and they make sure you don't see it. But Courtney came here this afternoon. She checked her TikTok. It was there. So
1: no reporting it
0: reporting it is at least an escalation
1: mmm
0: um, so that they know something's fucked up the other thing I wanted to get into is there's a lot of kids on TikTok hmm children like as, as young as 10 years old I think I, I don't even understand how these kids have phones that can do this but I don't care not my problem I have been So in the social media marketing sphere and the people giving you advice, you are advised when somebody follows you, uh, you follow them back and you write them a personal message that says, thanks for the follow. And they literally all tell you to say the same exact thing. So dear audience, if you choose to do this, please think of anything else. Just literally anything else. The audience is fully desensitized to that fucking statement. They assume you're a bot. Um, Which I didn't know. I've, I've actually been... Typing that until this last month. Anyway, not important. Learn from my mistakes. Um, I've been I've started to put "Welcome to my party," and the reason that I say that specifically is because this is my party. This the the I, I work at the party. <laughs> it's, a, it's a metaphor. <laughs> you know, it's a game. I'm building community,
1: mm-hmm. and I'm
0: happy to have that young person in my community later. <laughs> but I'll be goddamn i would be pissed if somebody was in the DMs on any fucking social media app to my children
1: ooh right and on that note wow okay and possibly even
0: age limiting my feed to like 16 and over okay because it is more more, more adult content mm-hmm. and I don't I, I as a young person that wanted to grow up too fast, I understand the inclination to do so. Mhm. But I don't want to play that game with you. I'm not here for that.
1: Not that particular kind of party.
0: No, it's not that kind of party at all. So, now that I'm uh, now that I like I've had my first viral thing and I've gotten over the 100 followers and it was kind of a big deal to get over 100 followers when like none of my friends are on that platform at all. Yeah. That was like work. I don't even know how they have a phone that's so like, I looked it up and it actually takes 13 gigs to load TikTok.
1: That's a hungry little.
0: That's crazy, like that's a crazy software program. It's incredibly powerful. It is an incredibly powerful video editor. And social media platform. So it does make sense that it's actually huge but wow but damn <laughs> like how does i don't the following clips are from episode 12 mostly we talk about self-care strategies in the face of weird attention this is from april 19th so i want to get started off of with the the feedback loop game that I've been playing right now, I I am intensely like it's weird, but I'm like famous on TikTok. I am TikTok <laughs> famous. It's not like famous, famous, it's TikTok famous. It's like below nano celebrity is somewhere way down there is TikTok famous. Um and it's intense holding space for five thousand people and also like not just my followers, but also like whoever else sees my bullshit which is a lot of people who want to see my bullshit and say something about it oh it's a lot it's a lot and and i'm usually pretty chill like i can be very detached from you know people's opinions and their feelings like they're that that's good for you friend um but it it, ha- it has been starting to wear on me and i have been like a, oh i need to be mindful of the feedback that i give myself and the feedback that i give myself with the environment that i choose to be in and the thing like as a technician i always i mean i don't always but i have a tendency to break things down into technical ways right so we're talking about giving yourself feedback a feedback loop right that terrible sound that happens when your input gets stuck with your output and it just like goes in a circle for forever, that's actually a useful tool sometimes. Some people like that sound effect for the beginning of their song or whatever. Like it's the thing that you, when you know it's there, yes, it can be terrible if you're lost in there and you're like, ah, someone kill that channel because it's hurting. Uh, But when you're like doing it with intention, you can use your feedback loop in a positive way. And I talked about it a little bit last week when I talked about the reading and the way that I create the feedback loop with the audio and the book mm-hmm. In, mm-hmm. in my hand. Mm-hmm. And so like as I'm observing myself and, and my reaction to the feedback loop that is TikTok, and like we already give ourselves feedback loops. We already put ourselves in the position of getting information that makes us feel a certain kind of way whatever it is that we want to be feeling. And so we curate that in the environment around us all the time. And now part of our environment is this internet thing. And in the internet thing, there's the algorithms that are playing this game for us at scale. And like for me, TikTok is just a tiny little, like, because it's at an impressive scale, I can be like oh this doesn't feel good as i'm observing myself like watching the comments coming through good ones and bad ones like being emotionally charged positively about a comment is just as unhelpful as being negatively charged in an intense way to a comment like it's comments on a platform on the internet i don't know any of these people i certainly don't have a responsibility to them beyond like, I, I'm i not putting anything harmful out there, but I, I'm not responsible for their emotional state. I'm not responsible for their opinions and feelings about my art. Um, and as I'm observing myself having reactions to their thoughts and feelings and opinions of my art,
1: <laughs>
0: I'm like, okay, I'm gonna be more intentional about the other stuff that i'm doing and so the other stuff that i'm doing right now is i've been um, going to an actual meditation center it's near my house mm-hmm. I get to go there once a week and meditate with a group of people it's been really nice as i get comfortable with the various forms i am finding that i can use meditation as an intentional feedback loop so when i'm coming down from tiktok and i need to understand like i am not tiktok <laughs> cuz sometimes it gets in there sometimes those comments get in there again positive and negative it doesn't matter when it starts to affect you in a way that you like get amped about it i'm like i need to to calm down i need to get centered with what i am and who i am and what i am and am not responsible for i go to the uh I Am Consciousness meditations, and this is all in the,
1: what is the app we're using? Uh, insight Timer. Insight Timer, yeah. there it is. Insight Timer.
0: Have it in the show notes, of course. I, uh, Giovanni is my favorite for this I Am Consciousness type meditation, um, just to sort of get me centered to myself. And sometimes I can generate my own visualizations, and if you can meditate quietly, like that's amazing. But the, the guided meditation is a very helpful tool yes it is um and the other one as i'm finding that like my bandwidth for loving kindness in general like i i want to have my responses to the audience in TikTok be coming from a place of loving kindness which eats up my bandwidth of all of my loving kindness so when i have to deal with difficult people because like in real life there are difficult people i'm now like meditating before every time I have to interact with the challenging people in my life which has been time consuming but that's fine because I don't want to fight and it's helpful all right it's helpful for me to be present and not still agitated It, it increases my bandwidth and that's been sort of my strategy right now. It's just like, and it's just, it's an interesting observation to me, at least, that what's happening with social media is an externally curated feedback loop. And that's fine as long as you understand that it is a feedback loop. And if you're not paying attention to your body, you're going to be like, you're going to get on that ride. And I don't, I'm not here to raise my blood pressure on some TikTok that is not what I'm here for and the second my blood pressure starts to go up I'm like nah I'm 40 years old I'm not here for that I'm gonna go sit on a cushion
1: that's a pretty good alternative
0: so that's that's like the first and most important like I'm just like ah I need to get that out it's gonna sound like all I talk about since TikTok is gonna be TikTok
1: (laughs) it is the terrarium in which your plants are growing right now the
0: reality is is like the job is social media marketing Mm -hmm. and understanding social media platforms and like tiktok is the thing that's like really really happening right now and it's and it's like working like all the things that i've been studying for the last year and a half actually are working timing is everything okay um so with the being TikTok famous and this um just any kind of famous, I guess. The, the things that I'm seeing coming up are things that I've witnessed charity dealing with. Uh, my spouse, Charity Majors, is totally famous on the internet. She has like 30,000 followers on t- Twitter. Mm. Uh, okay. And it's, it's, it's impressive how normal it is when you have 30,000 followers on Twitter. Or in my case, like, the, like I have 5,500 people Following me on TikTok right now, um, but any amount of famous and people are like, "Oh, you're famous," and now I can tear you apart. You've uh, any amount of putting yourself in front of people, and people feel entitled to uh, punch up. People don't have to go very far to punch up. And, um, yeah, being punched up at, is just like, oh, wait a minute. And it's a thing that I was like, yeah, totally, you know, don't punch down. That's terrible. How, 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 t- why would you do that? Why would you make fun of minorities or uh, somebody differently abled than you? Like, like, that just is ridiculous. Get some creativity, you know? But, like, punching up is cool, but maybe not now that I've been punched up at. <laughs> I yeah. ah. maybe uh maybe i was wrong maybe uh maybe stop punching maybe um maybe most of the people saying mean things to me on my tiktok had really bad day and they didn't even it, it it's got nothing to do with me and i get that mm. and it still sucks <laughs> it still sucks to be punched at it still sucks that you know A dozen people want to comment on what looks like dirty ears in my tricky video when it's a light issue. Like I'm using a cheap shitty light and it makes my ears look yellow. So a dozen people had to let me know. More importantly, uh, hundreds of people had to go to the rudest one of those dozen people and be like, yeah, this one. Yeah. Wash your ears, bro. Like no, I I do. It's cool, and like just holding space for hundreds of people to have a really strong opinion about my ears right now. <laughs> like, okay, sure. Uh, it's kind of weird, um, and I'm finding myself in that position now. I'm like, oh right, punching is terrible. Um, it's also really good to get into like back to the the meditation thing of like an anti-aggression just like in order for the person who punching up at me to get the engagement that they want they want to fight but i'm not here to fight you i'm not you're not my enemy you may see me as your enemy and i can't i can't do anything about that i still love you i forgive you for that i'm not your enemy you are not my enemy i'm certainly not here to fight you i'm here to love you or ignore you and and it's just kind of an intense experience and i've i've held space for charity while she's doing with it and she's she got she gets it it's it's intense sometimes the Mm -hmm. way people will um tear someone down who they think has clout so that they can get their own clout and when i say clout i mean like uh social uh, points it is like social points capital social capital thank you very much it's for social capital they will tear her down just so they can look good like that's a thing that we do in popular culture all the time is tearing people down to make ourselves look good and we want to be the most clever about our evisceration of whoever we choose to eviscerate today. We wanna to be the most clever. Uh, and I would pref- I'm choosing to put my energy, my cleverness into either I love you and I forgive you or I ignore you and I take care of myself.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm, I'm, I'm pretty done with the punching. I'm pretty done with the believing my opinion is so fucking important that I need to bludgeon somebody with it. Um, because being bludgeoned with it, it doesn't feel good. And I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it it doesn't feel good. I didn't think about it. And there's a lot of ways that, like, you know, especially you know, particularly as a white person, there's just things that I'm you know, you get to do and then like don't think about. That's what privilege amounts to is the ability to just not think about it. And I'm like, oh, right. Let's not do that. And also, yeah. let's talk to the audience about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the podcast is doing very well. The podcast at this point is performing about as well as it was at the end of last year. Okay. So we've effectively recovered the the listening li- listenership. Um, As far as like number of plays per episode. Okay. uh, In the first 30 days. And TikTok is providing a surprising platform to promote the podcast on.
1: Which is confusing, but okay.
0: Welcome TikTok watchers to the show. Um,
1: But it's performing as
0: well, if not better, than the Facebook ads at generating listens to our episodes because it has to be coming from TikTok. there's literally nothing else there's just nothing like there's going to be a few that come from instagram because yeah. i do post that there but, but it's, wow not enough to be generating 18 downloads in a day 10 11 downloads in a day for us that's a lot that's a lot i understand that like for like you know big people like you know joe rogan or whatever they get millions but when you start it's a dozen here, five, 10 here. Those are, the, those are the numbers that you're excited about when you get started. At least that's what I'm excited about right yeah, now. Yeah, and that's, that's real. <laughs> um, it has done better for subscriber improvement. People want to listen to this and engage with this. And then also they're like, yes, I want more of this. I want to know when this, co- I need to subscribe to this. That's incredible. It doesn't matter how many times that happens um so i'm really stoked about like like it works like the thing that i was learning last year about you know when you go to the new platform and this is like i I hesitate to use the word frontier because it's a weird heavy term but like it's it there's just nothing there so you get to see a lot of sloppiness because it doesn't matter what you do, it will get hits because not a lot of people are doing anything there. Mm -hmm. So anything you'll do gets a response. And you have to, you know, anything that gets a response, literally, I know that my video is about to jump into the tens of thousands of views the second the haters show up. The second somebody's gotta be like, man, this shit ain't so hot whatever that version of that is. So understanding that the, that the hater is, is a part of the ecosystem. The hater is the indicator that something's there. Because if, if nothing was there, the hater doesn't give a fuck. The hater just sits there waiting for something else to hate on. The hater's gonna hate on whatever triggers them emotionally. And whatever I did, triggered that response that uh, triggering any response is absurd and i am grateful to be triggering any response from people um hopefully it's coming from a place of kindness and if it's not like i know that that's about that not about me and and it's working and at the end of it, like after I play this game on TikTok, it does in fact transfer over to the work that we're doing with the podcast. And I've seen other kids leveraging it. They, they, they leverage it to their Twitch channel, mm-hmm. which is a thing like that, that market is very saturated. It's hard to get attention in Twitch right now. Lots of kids leveraging TikTok for their Twitch stream. Lots of kids leveraging TikTok for their YouTube channel. Yes. Um there's also lots of folks leveraging tiktok for their uh, cam hottie business which is what got tiktok banned in india oh because of they, they 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 don't do anything to protect children protect copyright um protect like the the protectionist thing that we do in america with with our intellectual property um, they don't care. <laughs> they give way fewer fucks. Uh, for example, like, um, if you post something on YouTube that's copyrighted mm-hmm. with a song mm-hmm. that you're not supposed to use, they pull it immediately. Yes. There's like a uh, a code that just scans the audio of anything and can uh, algorithmically map those vibrations to pop music. Mm-hmm. And the way that I've always hacked this is you can uh, use mashups. They they can't handle mashups. Um, so it's not quite right and it doesn't work. Uh, but TikTok doesn't use sniffers at all. They wait for a complaint. If a complaint comes through, the sound is no longer available for reuse. But the video doesn't get pulled. The video stays.
1: I noticed that.
0: Yeah. And some amazing person puts up, you know... An Ariana Grande song. There was it was up for twelve hours, and there was already uh, tens of thousands of people had made videos with the sound.
1: Mm, okay.
0: And they don't take any of that back. They once it gets called, they're like, "Now you can't do more." So it's like some like there's just no rules. Like that's what kind of frontier sort of means. It's there's just no rules. Nobody's figured out how to fuck it up real bad, and that's yes, sort of how yet. we work. Yeah. Yet. <laughs> it's it's a literal matter of time because without any accountability there's nowhere uh, so it's i guess it's a uh buyer beware almost like like this is an environment that we're in where there aren't any rules and someday it's probably going to be real soon i'm going to wake up in the morning and like two-thirds of my followers are going to be gone there's gonna be a purge I can't I can't be attached to any of this because like I am really really uh really just out in some unpromised space Mm. like there's nothing guaranteed in TikTok they are breaking rules to exist and when like in our country in America like we have rights for queers we have rights for people of color that are like we have created space for duality in our culture in a way that china hasn't yet nope and uh i am you know choosing to not be as out there because there's no protections for me as a queer there i am choosing as far as my gender or sexuality is concerned i'm choosing to, to identify as stardust right now um because it's so unregulated it is so not i am not willing to take certain risks because there aren't any protections you have to be mindful that this is like this is the deep end of the swimming pool and there is no lifeguard
1: Mm, so if you
0: want to go swimming in the ocean of tiktok or whatever the new platform is it literally doesn't matter because now we're in a state of you ask questions you 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 ask permission later, right? Like everybody's been told that, right? You do, you do what you do and you ask permission later. Well, there was a fucking reason that you were supposed to ask permission actually. And now we're in this environment where uh, it's cool. It's cool for you to ask permission after the fact, after you've already, you know, tanked some country's democracy, for example. <laughs> um, so TikTok is in that state. And whatever comes up next is gonna also have that state where it's really easy to get attention. Early adoption means you can, you can get in there and get a lot of attention. Early adoption also means there's no rules. And please remember that we made those rules for a reason. And look into that. Just just look into that. I'm not a I'm not a law- lawyer, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm not here to legally advise you on some shit. I
1: am not a lawyer. I
0: am not a lawyer. However, based on what I understand from watching popular culture and what happens when the uppity white moms get their uppity on you i don't want to play that game with them so the the you know looking back on history whatever the uppity white ladies got uppity about any don't do that that's that's don't in, don't instigate with them this is not a place where you're going to prove your point this is a place where you can get attention. And then choose a a, a platform, like we got our platform here. This is where I choose to prove my, whatever the fuck my point is. TikTok is a game and it's filled with bullshit. (laughs) And it helps my real shit, which is over here, but I can't like, it it is, there is a price I'm paying on TikTok and it is my emotional and mental bandwidth. Mm. And it is uh, both cheaper and more expensive than the Facebook ads. (laughs) but here we are
1: (laughs) and there you have it i haven't run into the things at scale that you have because i'm i am way under the radar i was not
0: expecting it to escalate this quickly Uh, not expecting
1: that because like i started at at your suggestion (laughs) peer pressure peer pressure i got a tiktok account and was like i want to see what's up with this and from like a professional standpoint, like if this is a space that allows me to do stuff. Um, and I sat with just a dormant account for a long time. Cause I was like, I don't know what the hell to say. There's like nothing relevant here. And finally was like, okay, I'm going to just start posting educational blurbs. And yeah, it's people are liking them. Like I'm getting little hearts. People are responding to them. And I was like, oh, okay. Like right now I'm going through, what the clutter hoarding scale um, from the Institute of Challenging Disorganization. They have this thing. It's not a diagnostic tool, but it's called the clutter hoarding scale. It helps you figure out and evaluate things in someone's space to
0: I've see. learned things. I watched the videos.
1: Oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> but yeah, people watch these things and it's like, oh, okay, that's, and that ties in to the self-promotion a little bit, like mm-hmm. putting myself out there in a way. Because after I did the first video or the first video on the scale, I was kind of like, well, wh- again, who the fuck do I think I am? Putting a video out, talking about this thing. And then I thought about it for a second, like, well, nobody else is, and it's kind of useful information. So put it out and see what happens. So I am I am someone that knows a thing. <laughs> mm mm-hmm. i and it's not ego to say like I know I know this thing. But oh, it's that squishy. It's confrontational. That squishy feeling. It's really that hard. discomfort. I do not like. Yeah. That is uncomfortable. And I am actively engaging with it. hmm And there's there's
0: absolutely a way that their feedback, their their feedback triggers my negative feedback and that's Mm. where you get into the negative feedback loop of like sometimes I don't have the bandwidth to hear it and hold it and be like this isn't about me sometimes I hella make it about me (laughs) and uh (coughs) it's yeah it's the the problem with self-promotion is the rejection Mm. Mm -hmm. and the problem with scale is that um the rejection becomes performative
1: it's mm. no longer
0: about them telling you whatever it's that like there's an audience and they know that there's an audience this person the hater the hater knows that there's an audience and the hater wants to be clever and you know whatever with their evisceration however it comes you know <clears throat> there's a there's an audience for the hate too um they're promoting themselves as who they are Mm. even if they don't have any videos they have no content at all they're still promoting who they are Mm. i know Mm. it's also kind of gross The following clips are from episode 13. Courtney and I talk about how to release content without attachment and recalling other play spaces that remind us of TikTok from April 26th. I'm so grateful for the listening to When Things Fall Apart mm-hmm. because I've I've been sort of stuck on the concept and I'm like feeling like feeling it so hard I want to make a big plaque and put it over my edit station that says make it with all of your heart and prepare for it to be absolutely destroyed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And
0: like, and and repeat. Like those three lines. (laughs) (laughs) Like, create with all your heart, destroy it, repeat. I feel like it's kind of where my language is landing on that. Yeah. And I had a really intense experience with it on TikTok like just last night where the really popular filter right now is Infinity Clones where it just looks like there's an army of you walking and as soon as I saw that the first thing I thought was Army of Me by Bjork and I was like oh my god I need to do I need to and I was just like you know Bjork is so eccentric I bet she doesn't even have her shit on there but oh my god it's there like the legit copy oh from her okay and and I kind of forgot about it and and then I saw another kid do it to um Pink Floyd and I'm like oh yes and I did it through the Pink Floyd. I'm not as, pop. I'm not as, I'm not as big of a fan of Pink Floyd. I fucking love Bjork. And it just took me back to like junior college and like the cafeteria. And you know, I just like, it was just so many deep, beautiful memories for me personally. So I'm obviously very personally attached to this one. And I released both of them at the same time. And immediately I'm like, just like stalking, stalking the fucking metrics to see what's performing better and immediately i'm like oh god i, mix, I did the wrong hashtags it's not gonna do it like i deleted the first one which was a way better take and did another one rather than reloading it and getting that i'd I started just playing this game this protectionist game uh-huh. and i was in my head about it and i and i how'd that work out ah uh, well one of my suit w- i would call them like a super fan i guess i don't know they're like friends now it's weird like there's this person who who's uh jojo and i don't remember the numbers that come after that but i remember jojo and like they're just like they just hang out and it's kind of awesome and i enjoy hanging out with them they're super chill and like they just like like it feels like i'm making friends and we stuff. like chill and <laughs> And they really liked the Pink Floyd one and started commenting and stuff. And like the second you get engagement, like you can look at your plays and your likes and you can start you know, like doing the math to get your ratios and stuff, try to map out what performs and like da da da, da, da. Like I love the math, obviously I track this stuff, I start to do it automatically. So <laughs> it's almost a curse. Anyway, um, I'm playing that game and then when I see like one of my favorite followers get in there And start commenting I'm like no dude you gotta let it go like yeah you like the army of me that's cool that's awesome but the audience makes this decision and you know Pink Floyd's more popular than Bjork stop it (laughs) you know that that video is objectively better too like it's creepy as fuck and it evokes emotion it evokes A lot of feelings and that's powerful shit you know that's gonna perform better and I just had to have this moment of like yeah you loved the other one it was your favorite child and the audience gives no fucks and I just had to take a moment of just like embracing my audience and just be like no dude I have to be ready to like let it I don't get to decide what happens after I made it and being attached to it I caused myself so much anxiety before Jojo hopped in the comments and I was like dude stop what have you just done to yourself for the last 30 minutes? Stop.
1: <laughs> but you were aware of it.
0: Oh yeah, thank God for that meditation. But they just like, See? you know,
1: <laughs> it, it, was, it was
0: kind of a beautiful moment of, of realizing what it means to sort of be an artist and that the only thing you're gonna, the only thing good getting created has to come from your heart. But you have to be let, you have to be willing to let it go too. On the other side of that, because mm-hmm. it's not yours. You didn't like. You want it to be yours. You want to have control over it because you created it. But I watch all these all these folks on TikTok getting super angsty about their lack of control for their art, and I'm like, yeah, that doesn't look like a fun ride. I'm gonna keep meditating and being a muppet <laughs> and then try not to take this too seriously.
1: Yeah that I, well, actually, yeah, kind of piggybacking off of that, doing the whole like putting myself out there on the app um, has been interesting because I am taking a completely different, I think, approach to it and being like, my content is dry. (laughs) But it's... It's not
0: all dry. You do play the game. I'm
1: playing You play the game. But it's... I joined specifically for work, so I'm putting work content out there and I'm having fun with it, like trying to make the work content a bit more interesting and relevant to the people who were there who were kids. So like I put cuts in it and play with filters and that sort of thing. Um, but it's, the practice for me isn't playing the game so much as actually pushing content out like act, like getting over the hump of doing the thing. Yeah. So actually posting something in the first place, like and most of my work related stuff is like aside from playing with filters is pretty straightforward. Like I don't do any slick transitions or anything. I don't wear makeup or any, like it's just like me talking about organizing and organizing concepts. Um
0: you do wear makeup and you optimize the time you have the makeup on, but you don't put on makeup specifically for TikTok.
1: Yeah, I don't put the makeup on for the work things. I put on makeup for events um, that happen in the world, because I um, I ran away to join the circus. So like I perform, I do things. So I'll come back home with a face full of makeup or get ready to walk out the door with a face full of makeup and a wig. And had the bright idea, wait a minute you should do something with this face fold. So I'll do a duet because I have makeup on or because I have this outlandish outfit on. Um,
0: also, but, it's beautiful. You'll but, never see me in more than a Kigurumi, but it's be- you're beautiful. Carry on. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Like my, because of the performances I do, my makeup can get kind of elaborate. So I'm kind of like, yeah, take advantage of it, but mm-hmm. I don't do it specifically for the app like i don't do it for that um uh, do i think i i do think that i would get more engagement if i did more makeup like that specifically for the app Oh, of course i mean people would lose their minds if they saw some of the looks i put together <laughs> sure and that's a lot of the folks show yeah but that's not what i want I mean, that's sort of the icing on top that you get mm-hmm. to see for hanging out with me. That's not going to be right. the main drive or anything like that. Um, so that's where that's kind of coming in. And there's, there is some self-conscious around it. like,, um, yeah, it's still nerve-wracking to do because it's like, you know, well, am I going to get a hater talking about having an audible infestation of vermin in a level three? animal situation I'd like like it's never I I've also like, realized the
0: hate of, is never gonna be what you expect
1: yeah it's like what, so random. what the hell is coming down the pipe if I do like if I keep doing this I, and I don't know I don't know but mm-hmm. I figure I'm never gonna know if I don't put myself out there and like just get over the hump and get over the voice get over the inter- internal critic and just put myself out there It's an exercise, it's a practice. Every time I step up to the camera, it's a fucking practice. Like it, it's never really done. It's more like a journey.
0: Other things that I really like about having the show really be here is that TikTok is not a controlled environment at all.
1: Absolutely fucking lutely not.
0: I would not (laughs) recommend using TikTok to talk about your fun kinks or your sex life or anything that would be inappropriate for kids under 13. It, because there's just no controls on it. Um and it's just so weird that that's there and they just don't have the same systems in place that we have in America because it's not an American company. Mm. Um so again, I'm I'm looking at movie standards just because it's clearer what the standard of this line is here for 13-year-olds, this line is here for 17-year-olds, this line is here for children, you know? Yeah. That's helpful for me to see. And it's just... When we're here on this podcast, we're talking about adult stuff, but there's an explicit button that I push every time I upload an episode, and the existing systems, the parental controls for this country, or Europe, or any... uh, english or western country they're gonna have those parental controls because goddamn, do we love parental controls in this country and we we have certainly exported those powers (laughs) to whatever degree they will let us i like that the main show is here Mm -hmm. on the podcast Mm. i like that i have the field to play with at tiktok but it's a limited field and i accept that it's a sort of a Yeah, there's just no controls over there.
1: It is, oh, I mean, the closest thing I can come up with to describe what it's like doing stuff over there is um, one year we went to the Black Rock Desert in the middle of the summer and wound up in a uh, Roman candle fight with some friends. You should see the look on Rebecca's face right now. My, uh,
0: my inner nurse mom is just lighting up like, what the fuck are you kids talking about?
1: Yeah, but it—that that is what TikTok feels like when there's like stuff flying past you and yes. explosion here oh, and God. there's something there and you're that like, exactly what like. the entire fuck is happening around here? And you, oh, what? Like, so most I, of it's yeah. great. Most
0: of it's great, and, you know. What it totally? Oh God, you're right. It reminds me of this one time at Fort of July. Exactly. Yeah, we're just you like know what I'm there's just about. not enough rules. And like there was this guy who had modified a uh, jet, a jet motor, mm-hmm. and he just like he sat on it
1: and pointed a jet, it and yeah. pointed it,
0: and he would just go in circles, and like and it would start to glow red with the heat, and just like dude you're you're you put that on your crotch The fuck? yeah <laughs> just that's sort of uh
1: yeah there's so, no rules there's no structure there's no anything don't hurt yourself go have fun
0: yeah but in this case like if you're going if you're going out to black rock desert with your you know jet rocket <laughs> scooter <laughs> um you know there's not a lot of children out there there's just uh, a lot of just unsupervised children in this play space that's just like you know they're like this is a cool toy i want to play with the toy and I'm like yeah i get it uh, too totally i want you to be able to figure out how to uh, produce yes. your own videos and uh lip sync to whatever video game you're playing these days but um yeah can you do that someplace else please can you not even do it someplace else but just if if TikTok would simply um <laughs> filter the for you page for the whoever's looking at it for the eyeball of the for you you know um there's lots of people that indicate in their uh, profile that they want it to be 13 plus. There should be somewhere in your settings that you can literally push a button and say I only want 13 year olds to see my shit. I only want 18 year olds to see my shit. I only want, this is a general audience show, go for it. Do whatever the fuck you want. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That would be so simple. <laughs> Why the fuck didn't they do that? <gasps> they make it the user's responsibility, they make it the creator's responsibility, and the creator's the one that's gonna take shit for it if they fuck it up. Yeah, And it's just like, this is, should not be my job.
1: I mean, honestly, that's why I'm sticking, well, no, I'm not sticking so vehemently, but most of my content is very general and it's uh, specific to my work. And that's part of why I keep my work stuff so dry Mm-hmm. Because the parent, like, I tag it for parents, and the parents find it, and they're like, "Okay, yeah, cool." Mm-hmm. Um, because it's organizational stuff. I'm talking like right now. I'm working through the clutter hoarding scale, so people understand what the evaluations are when somebody walks in and sizes up a space. It's dry. I make it a little funny just because I'm a goofball, but like, I'm not really going to catch thirteen year olds. Most of my stuff
0: is the the main issue that I have is that I cuss.
1: Well, yeah, well okay yeah
0: that's a thing in America I mean, yeah. especially in Europe it's not less it's less of a thing in Europe or fuck, I don't yeah. even know about Australia or New Zealand I'm not sure how it works there but I know in in the U- the UK and in the Europe they don't give a fuck um it seems sort of weird that we do but we do and another thing that I think people take for granted is that uh, gay speech is political speech mm-hmm And talking about gender or sexuality is political, whether you like it or not. And um, I avoid it. And I've also gotten to this place where I'm just like, no, I am stardust. No, I am made of sparkly fucking magic. I don't have a gender. I am stardust. I do not have a sexual orientation. I am and am attracted to stardust. And like... That, I mean, that that to me um, allows me to talk in a way that is indirect. Uh, but I'm not going to talk about gender or sexuality or fucking economics or some shit like that on TikTok. I don't get enough time and space to explain what the fuck I'm talking about. Mm. And there are no no protections for queers in China. That's not a thing. So, you know, even if I... You know, whenever they figure out how to do the kid protection shit, I can goddamn guarantee that queer <laughs> conversations and, you know, I say, quote, unquote, queer issues, gay issues, trans issues, right? Like they're, like, they're not human issues, Um, aren't going to be things that are protected. And I've tried to find a judo way of, like, talking around it. Like, sh- 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 sh. You can't see my, like, arms doing, yeah. like, the... The matrix, yeah, like matrix shit of just like, no, we're talking about stardust, you know. <laughs> so that's been like kind of the the TikTok story, okay. which is like a t- intensity where like the conversation a month ago was about uh, getting getting our Facebook ads, and I'm just like, nah, we're not on Facebook anymore; it's TikTok now. Yeah, and, and in another month or two, it'll probably be some other shit. So that basically covers our environmental overview of TikTok. Thank you so much for listening. I super appreciate it. Be sure to stay tuned for the second episode where we'll talk about up-to-date tactics on executing production in the TikTok platform. Thank you so much for your attention. Please take excellent care of yourself and the people and the world around you. I'll see you in the future.